hilarious. Yeah, I mean, boys could be stressful too in their in their in their own right. But I feel like girls have it a little easier nowadays. Girls have it easier nowadays. I think so. Yeah. Well, to to well, depends on what it is. I feel like once they become grown ups, they have it easier. Being a teenage girl is probably harder. Yeah, I I agree with that shit. I I think I I agree with the same way then because I'm like flip because I think for men when we get as we start to get older, it, shit is a little harder for us. Like our twenties, thirties, like shit like that. Like twenties are. I don't know if your thirties are. I think by your thirties you should start like you should already have an idea of who you are. Oh no, I'm just saying. I just mean in terms of it's a little harder than than it is for women in terms of. Eh. I say say that as a man. You let let a woman say it. She'd be like, "No, our whole life, our whole existence is hard." Because then once we get older, we gotta have kids and and, and they might. You right. You got it. They always got that one. They always got that magic card of we gotta have kids. You ain't gonna ever fucking do this. Then. You don't have to have kids technically. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I feel like they think it's a trump card, but I don't know. I think like just being a man and being a woman is they're both hard for different reasons. Yeah. And I think right now we're going through a time in where we're trying to conflate the two. So things are getting harder because we're making it harder on ourselves. Because yeah. we're trying to ignore human nature or the law of nature and the way we do things. And by ignoring it or we're trying to be contrary to it, it's like we're, we're swimming against the current as a society right now. Like we're really, really trying hard to like go against what we sometimes feel like we should be doing naturally. I I heard, I heard some shit today that like t- telling kids what you want to be when you grow up is like kind of ba- like a bad thing. Who said that? Because you you keep I was watching um what's watching I, I was watching, I was listening to uh, Joe Buddy uh podcast. One of the, one of the co-hosts on there was saying that um that it was it was bad because then you kind of you kind of set them up for the mindset to like be in the hamster wheel, and and never really like, not not be a part of the the same progress the same loop of, of shit. You know what I mean? No, I don't know if I agree with that because I think that puts it into the perspective that having a job is being in a hamster wheel, or something like that. Yeah, that that's that's kind of that that was kind of the way that I understood that as well. Um, because, but I, I feel like it, it kind of, it kind of is true though, because even as much as you love your, even if you love your job with a passion, as long as you work for somebody else, you can always get fired. You always got to do what that other person says. You always got to abide by other rules that aren't your own. Sort of like, unless you have fuck you money, you are always going to be beholden to someone else in some way. Even if you work for yourself, because that means you're working for a client. So even if it's for just one project, you have to kind of do something for somebody else in some way. And I think that's just part of being a human, though. I think because we are. We are a communal species, so we have to. I think we get fulfillment from working together and for others or making for the good of the group. Uh, so it's not so individualistic, which I think is what I mean. Like we're trying to force ourselves to think only as individuals and forget that you can do for other people and grow for other people. And to be honest, I think we had the discussion. I don't think everybody's meant to 
have their own thing. Like not everybody has that mindset. Not everybody has like that gene that makes you want to work hard on your own. Like I know people that they just won't get up if they legit don't have an, a schedule that says you have to show up here at seven. You have to be here at nine. If they didn't have that, they would sleep till noon every day, not do shit for another five hours, try to start doing something at 7 p.m. and then go back to bed at one or two in the morning and shit. That was me. Uh, that was me like um, a few years ago. I ain't gonna lie. I to, but then I'm like, nah, I need to change something in my life. So let me like actually apply the change that I want to see in my life. Yeah. But now I think the hamster wheel, you know what it makes me think about? Now that you, like, I'm thinking of older cultures that come here and they tend to do very well as a culture. Like, if I think of like Asian families, maybe Indian families, even African families. Like, they usually have that mindset of, like, tell your kids, oh, you have to grow up and be a lawyer. You have to grow up and be a doctor. You have to grow up and do this. And usually their kids, they may begrudge it, but they end up doing it, and they end up doing very, very well. Like, they instilled an element of discipline to strive for greatness that drives them to do very, very, to do very well, even if their kids don't end up going in the direction that the parents wanted them to go. Like, even if they be like, yeah, I'm not really don't want to be a doctor, but they choose to go into something else. They end up being very, very good at whatever they're doing because they probably learned that you do things right whenever you supposed to do it. Like, like be the best that you can at whatever you got to do, because that's what your parents made you do since you were a little kid. But I don't, him because I, I have two conversations right uh all right so we'll go with this one first um i don't mess I, I agree that 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 is something that we see in some of those like nationalities and those put in those countries and stuff like that like those people when they come here but i, I think that also something you got to factor into it is that you keep like you saying family and parents it's a, a lot of time not always obviously but a lot of the times that in those families is two-parent households so when when you put that up against two-parent households that are like of, of people that already live here Outside looking in, from my point of view, I think that it's it's a little it's a little bit more even the scales of, of the way that they chase things of going to school and businesses and, and careers and stuff like that. Maybe uh, like I don't disagree, and I only use that as an example because I know there is that um, not even a stigma, but there is what you would call it. Like there's this concept that those families or people that immigrate from those countries are very tough on their kids and usually tell their kids what to do. So it was just in response to that comment you made about being in a hamster wheel being a bad thing. And I don't necessarily think it's always a bad thing. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying you want to be in every hamster wheel, uh, but I think there's certain things that you should do in a routine and be repetitive about and make build habits that will get you to kind of grow and expand yourself as a person like there's certain hamster wheels that i think we should all be a part of for example i think every man should work out every day period but I'll, so I'll that's something wheel, that right? is a hamster wheel because that's something you have to do every single day even when you don't want to do it but i don't think that that makes it like a hamster wheel because it, it also like it positively benefits you and in, in everything having a job can sometimes positive benefit you and everything too because it's making, making you money, it's paying your bills, it makes sure you survive. You have food on the table. So it depends on how you view it. So you if you hate that job, you gotta fuck, you, like, it could really fuck with your mental health or shit like that, your desire to do other things because of that job. 
then get a different job. If you really hate it, then why are you there? Well, it's, it depends, everybody, because shit is situational, too, though. Like, it, it, it depends. Because some people are like, oh, right, this is the best job that I can find to afford X things. Or I got X amount of kids, or I got to pay for this, I got to do this, or whatever. But this is the job I need. That this is the best paying job that I can find for myself. All right, and so you got sometimes you got to rock out when they, even though it's the it's not necessarily the job that you want, but it's like it's the best thing that you can find for yourself at the moment. But that's fine. But I don't think that's getting stuck in a hamster wheel, because that means in theory, the way I view it is, if you get yourself in a situation where you're getting enough to maybe afford life, then that means all right, then I'm making enough to make it. If I really want to break away from this, then I can do something different. Uh, but if you have the discipline to like either either budget, stay within a certain framework so that you can save money and eventually leave that job, that's one thing. But I don't I wish I would you would have had the clips. I would have loved to listen the context of how they put it, because I think the term hamster wheel is kind of sad. It's like, oh, it's this negative thing because you get stuck in life and you repeat things and do it over and over. Like every day becomes the same thing over and over. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's always a bad thing. Because in theory, you can have a six-figure job and be stuck on a, on, a, on a hamster wheel. But it may be a beautiful hamster wheel for you. Like, for example, and I think I saw a TikTok. And that, I don't know if it was a TikTok or it was a reel or something. It was this guy. He seemed to be working for a corporate, for a tech company. Seems to be doing very well. He used to get up like at five in the morning every day, work out, come home, make a milkshake, go to work, stay in the office nine to five, then leave, come back, watch a certain TV show, drinks a beer, and does it all over again the next day. In theory, he's in a hamster wheel. But is that a negative hamster wheel? I mean, not if if it makes you happy, then you teach your own. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. In a sense, so if 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 that's if that's like all right, he might yeah he has that that technically yes in my head that is that that is a hamster wheel, but I think it, isn't that also the per, isn't that also kind of the purpose of the of the hamster wheel is to keep us happy enough in that wheel that you never want to push for the, for more. But who's putting you in the hamster wheel? Like that's the thing that I'm saying is there somebody literally designing this wheel for you to be on it, or yeah, I think so, is yes. it, I don't think it's a me. I don't think that like they're designing it for me per se. I don't think I'm important enough that it's made for me per se. But I think that it's more or less of a system set up so a bunch of people can be on this hamster wheel. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 I get where you're coming from. But I don't think he's stuck on that thing because I feel like he's comfortable and he's complacent. And sometimes that's okay. I don't think we're all meant to be traveling somewhere different every other day. We're not all meant to be doing something different every day or like... Like some, like some people just don't have an income to be like, imagine if you had to be on a plane a hundred and a hundred days out of the year, that's not for everyone. That's a different form of hamster wheel. What I'm saying is just life as a whole will likely get repetitive. So you will, I can kind of structure anybody's life and say, oh, they're stuck in a hamster wheel. Anybody, you can give me anybody and I can picture it as a hamster wheel. Like right now, if you tell me. The wealthiest man in the world, I don't know if it's Elon Musk or whoever the case might be, he's probably working 18-hour days or whatever the case is. And so I can make an argument that he's probably stuck in a hamster wheel. Will you say he is in one? Um, I, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd have to 
Excuse me, I had to learn like a, a little bit more about him personally, like what more his day to day looks like for me to be like to defend it, like really say yes or no, if, if I'm being yeah. honest. But I, I don't know. I, from the outside looking in, I would just like without knowing shit, you would just assume no, just because of how rich he is. But then it's also like you got to work to maintain that shit, and he's not trying to maintain that shit. He's trying to grow that shit. He's trying to he's trying to be like mentioned up there with the people that we still know today. So it's like. That's what I mean. That's what drives him. Yeah. But if I look at it from the outside looking in, I'm like, yo, he gets up every day. He works 18 hours a day, goes from meeting to meeting to meeting, hops in a private plane, back to meetings, has to deal with bullshit from the media, people complaining about him on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. And he does that shit every single day. That's a terrible hamster wheel. Like the stress he has to be under is probably ridiculous. But many people would be like, oh, I'll take that stress just because it comes with the money. Until you end that motherfucker, then you're like, oh, shit, I cannot handle this shit. But it's still a hamster wheel. It's just a different type. Um, welcome back to, to Never Famous Unfiltered. Um, just, this is technically, well, whatever, this will be, this is one of the first few episodes of Unfiltered, just to give you a little different, a different, I can't even say that word, different, whatever, whatever that word is. Yeah, I know what I'm trying to say. Um, for the, for the pod, the old pod, um, that's only going to exist with with me and Ron moving forward. So when the only time y'all if y'all see that moving forward is because they on the pod, and if not, then that that entity in itself is gonna it's gonna lie there. It'll be on the channel or whatever. But um, until they come back, there's you no know, saying we're rocking never famous unfiltered, new show, new vibes, new energy. I'm Audi behind the lens. My co-host and producer uh, Ro. And our third co-host is still on vacation. This month, I don't know how you get hired for some shit. He got the most PTO sick days I ever seen for a motherfucker that just got hired for some shit. But um, yeah, bro, uh, shout out Vinny. He'll be back soon. Um, yeah, we back for another one. Please hit the like, subscribe, comment, share. We appreciate the love. We appreciate uh everybody rocking with us. Um, let me see what else I got. That's it. Yeah, if you got any anonymous questions, anything. Uh, hit the link in the bio, and we'll we'll definitely we'll get to them at the at the end of the pods. Um, let's see. Did did that first conversation that that we just had did, did was that uh recorded? Yep. All right, cool. So then, let me just before we get into that real quick, I just um wanted to get into some sports stuff real quick. I'll timestamp this shit because I know y'all don't like sports shit, so <clears throat> we'll go through it real quick. Um, I want to start with uh, Spence Crawford just because it just happened last weekend. But uh, did you did you get to see anything uh, of the fight? I saw that he won. Yeah, bro. But like, it was supposed to like with with some uh, like a good like a great UFC fight or like a good like like both sides were great like back and forth back. And forth. No, it seems like he whooped them. Yeah, that's a, that was what, the, what I was gonna say. The fight was supposed to be like it's supposed to be one of those like all time great fights, and it was still that, but for a different reason because Crawford just like when I put on a fucking master class like of like the highest level boxing like like Floyd Prime mixed with like fucking Mike Tyson power prime. I don't know, bro. This shit was crazy. He barely got hit and he was just fucking arrow spins up. That shit was it was very entertaining. It was a great fight. Um I you know how I noticed though like that it was like because I know it it's doing it, it did good. Pay per views and ticket sales and all that. It did good and I but I noticed some shit when I was at the casino. I was like the fight was going on. Also this so the fight was going on, and I looked around, and I kind of noticed it was a good, like, group of people or whatever, but it wasn't, like, super packed. For a tank, 
uh, versus Ryan Garcia earlier in the year, I've never seen that many people get together, like, to stand around one big-ass fucking TV. We're in the middle of the casino. That shit was full, like, the whole shit. It was like a sea of people. And it was, what I was going to say was, it was the same night as Izzy uh, Pereira, too. So maybe that could have helped it a little bit, but, like, the numbers came out today, and they did, Tank Ryan did, like, double in, in terms of pay-per-view, and they did a little bit more in ticket sales and all that. So I'm like, damn, that shit makes sense. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great fight. Um, looking looking forward to to seeing what uh, the both of them are gonna do next. Just keeping it um, fighting. Oh, we we were talking about um, uh, Sean O'Malley, but who he, who he's fighting is is uh, Aljamain Sterling. Yep. The, but he fought Sahudo in 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 Newark yep. uh, in May. Yeah. Okay. I, said, well, I saw I saw the pre, like the preview or whatever because Pereira was fighting um, this past weekend yep. on the on the Crawford card. Uh, did he did he end up winning? Um, right. Yeah, he won. He won the decision. But like, was it was it a good was it a good fight? Because like the one or two times it was all right. Was it was all right. Like he did okay. Did he get hurt? Or did he hurt the other guy at all? Nah, they went at it. Like he kind of dominated. The other guy kind of held him on the ground for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he out damaged him for lack of a better term. Like he hit him more for sure. Yeah, because I, I wasn't I wasn't really watching it because it was like I'm so like la- I'm laser focused on Spence Crawford that like I had, I had these uh, there was like a group of guys next to me or whatever excuse me and they um they're watching a the fight like because because it, it was like split screen mm-hmm. or whatever so they were more fo- focused on that so I'm getting their commentary like out of my left ear as I'm watching the Spence Crawford so I'm kind of like keeping up with it a little bit um, but yeah going back to the, to to Sean O'Malley and uh, Sterling that's that's September what? No, that's this month. Oh, it's this month? Yeah. Oh, oh shit. That's and that's in Boston, right? That that's just that's in Boston. I may be going to that one actually. Yo, I feel bad for Sterling because they gonna be racist as fuck up there. <laughs> they racist is on the regular, and then you fighting like somebody that looks like he. Because I know he's not from the Boston area. I don't remember where O'Malley's from, but I know he's not from the Boston area. And he's from like one of the random ass states, but he's from Arizona, like, I think, or something. I think he trains out of Arizona, but yeah. he's from um like North Dakota or some random ass shit. Let me look it up just to not sound crazy. Um, shit. he's five eleven. That's crazy. He's fighting because he fights at like one thirty something, doesn't he? One thirty five. One thirty five. That's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> they dry up, but he's probably not that though. By the by, fight night. Oh no, no. He's like one sixty probably. One sixty five by the day they're fighting. That, that's a lot of fucking weight, though. You think, yeah. like, to put on 30 pounds in one night, bro, like, that's a lot for your body. Like, for you to go down, up, down. Like, well, you, you do that down. shit strategically. So it's not like you're going down, up, down, up. Like, you kind of overhydrate this week so you can start cutting a few days before the fight. So, like, let's say if you're fighting over the weekend, you start overhydrating. So literally you get to the point that you drink water and you just pee in. Like, you're not even holding it. So your body doesn't retain anything, and then you go into cutting. And then you start taking care of your diet, and then you get rehydrated strategically over then overnight too. Like you just don't go crazy. Yeah, your body be fucked up though. Like, I mean, it's easy for me to say it, but I I feel like if I was to fight, I would ideally try to walk around relatively close to my fight weight. Like I seen Crawford say that he walks around like one sixty, one sixty five, but he fights at one forty seven. Yeah. He's thirty five, turning thirty six, so it's getting a little like harder for him to make forty seven type shit. But that's what I'm saying. Like you're at least your type close, like. Canelo, like Canelo before fighting at 160, and he's coming in fighting at like 180, 185. That's mm-hmm. a lot of weight. Well, it's a significant difference. Like, Uka Pereira, when he went against Izzy. Yeah. Like, he was, he went down to 185, 
And he was probably like 220, 5J. I said, you see that motherfucker like like weigh-ins and then fight night? Like, are you saying, bro? And he looked like a... Like, like a skeleton. A fucking, yeah. Like, big-ass motherfucker, bro. Like, just very different. Um, Francis Ngannou um, appointed Mike Tyson in his corner for uh, the Tyson Fury fight, um, August 28th in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, um, Ngano's I think he's, he's going to lose unless he he gets lucky and just lands like some shit that can really hurt Fury. But we've seen Fury hurt by fucking Deontay Wilder, and he didn't go down. He didn't go out. He did go down mad times, but he didn't go out, and he still won those fights. So it, it's going to be hard. But my question was, um, Ngano got the fucked up legs, right? Like knees or feet, something like that. He got surgery. Like his body is is fucked up. No, he got surgery now. Oh, so he's good. He can, yeah. he can move? Yeah. Oh, when you say he got surgery, I thought you meant like, oh, he got surgery, but like, you know. No, like you guys, that used to yell done. Because the shit is when he was fighting, yeah, his last UFC fights, he literally did them with torn ACLs. So without the ligaments. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, he got Mike in his corner, so it'll maybe, you know what I'm saying, Mike help him with his boxing a little bit more, but he's not going to learn enough from boxing and no. six months to, to it just the- you see Tyson Fury is somebody I know and I don't watch too much boxing but I know that he's a boxer yeah he just doesn't look like one but he knows how to box like he can move like a boxer and yeah. I think once you get to that size especially not too many people can move when the he- way that he moves how like light he is on his feet yeah bro he's like six, he's six seven I think like 280 and he, bro he looked like a fucking ballerina bro just moving around that motherfucker is crazy like and he's just so big he's quick he's, he has some quick ass hands he's not the most like skilled boxer in terms of like combination punches and all that kind of shit, like different angles or different that different kind of shit but it's just like it's the physical part of it it's just like it's, yeah. it's tough to fucking like Ngannou may come in and just get him with a random bomb and just get lucky that's the only thing but it's gonna be hard for him to just land around. That's what I mean. Like it would just, but that's how he's caught people in the UFC too, where he just randomly just drops one on them and destroys them. Oh, cause he got some stupid ass strength. How much did he? How much did he fight at? Well, the limit at the UFC is two sixty five. They have a heavyweight limit. Yeah. So he had to come in under. So he's probably just about the same size as Fury. Oh, so how tall? How tall? How tall is he? Ganu. Might be like three six four, right? No, he's like six. Probably six four or high or taller actually. Y'all can't spell for shit. And Ganu starts with that shit so wrong. They gave me a whole different person. All right here. They gave me some little random ass white boy. Uh, what is what is yeah, he's six four. And you see that that that'll be well. He has a. I feel like he's gonna he's gonna have way more of a tank of of um stamina tank. Um, as opposed to like uh, some some of the other guys that. That Fury is able to put his weight on. I don't him know. Him well, like well, it's a different type of stamina, though. But keep in mind that in in what you would call it in the UFC, you're only doing five five minute rounds. Five minutes, opposed to thirty six. But I mean, there's there's a lot more grappling and all that shit that I like. Heard. It's a, it's I a different intensity. I think your brain is thinking in way more different places. So I think that's what's more stressful about MMA. Okay. Like in like in boxing, you're kind of keeping track of the hands, uh, and like you're moving. I get, but you know what I mean. Like I'm only concerned of somebody hitting me with their hands. Yeah. As opposed to MMA, I'm like I'm concerned of somebody shooting in on me, somebody kicking me, somebody elbowing me, or somebody throwing me up in the air. You know what I mean? Like it's a very different way of probably thinking too. I seen I seen a a replay of that of that Gaethje Poirier uh, 
too. Yeah. The kick and it's like because he blocked that shit. No, but that but just he just wrapped that foot around, but just put him down. Like that shit is tough. Um, and for my last, the last fight, uh, USC, I guess the YouTube crossover, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz, um, uh, is this weekend. Yeah. So that so that'll be that'll be a fun little watch. I I probably, I'll probably watch it. I've, I've been watching more. Like I think Jake Paul's gonna beat him. Yeah, he should beat him. Like, I think Jay Paul's going to beat him. Like, if they were doing MMA, I think Nate Diaz will destroy him. Yeah, 100%. But I think in just raw boxing, Jake Paul is way bigger than him, too. I think I think if he would have waited a little bit more to fight um, Tommy uh, Tommy Fury, um, Tyson Fury's little brother, but, uh, uh, Jake Paul would have waited a little bit more to fight him. I thought he could have beat him. He almost did beat him. Yeah, I he, he could have. Yeah, he's the first. But I think, like, these names bring more money. And I don't think he's doing it truly... Like pursuing a championship, he's just pursuing cash, which yeah. these big names I think do better. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's all the sports shit I got. I feel like I'm missing something. Damn, there's something I wanted to go back to, but fuck it, whatever. Something about what? That we we were just talking. Oh, um, and and Boston, you almost are fighting Boston, you said. Possibly. Possibly, except if I'm going, I'm gonna be doing some video shit for one of the fighters. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's on the work. So that's a maybe. Oh, cause he he um he's fighting on like on the undercard and shit, right? No, he's on the main card, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh shit. It's one of the main fights. Oh, you know what I what I was gonna tell you that we were talking about in in uh, in our pre prediction shit that I I, I should have wrote it down. Um, you know who Ali Sadiq is, the comedian. That's funny as fuck. He's he's gonna be here. Uh, Ali Sadiq. Ali Sadiq, yeah. Gonna be here. Oh, Sadiq. Yeah, yeah. The guy with yes, I know who he is. He been he been yeah. on the shit. He got a couple of specials. Yeah. On all them shit. He gonna be here next month for sure. If you want to go, I think me and Vinny gonna we gonna go. We was gonna get the tickets the other day, and I was like, oh shit, let me let me oh, ask you before I get the go. ticket. Um, I didn't have to say that on mic at all, but <laughs> it was just because I remembered that shit. Um. Oh, you know what though about that earlier conversation? Fuck, I I don't remember if I said it because you like you said that we should we're we're going against like the natural. This isn't the way you said it, but like the natural grain, like the the natural way that yeah. shit has always gone. And um, that shit has always grown. Not I don't, not the way shit has always gone. I think as a society right now, we're fighting nature, and what we naturally want to do as a man or as a woman. We're shifting that, and we're trying to conflate the t- the two things right now. You you said something in there that that I uh, wanted to respond to. That well, one of those things it wasn't just necessarily about a man or a woman, but us just going away from um from that. But like in in wanting to be uh, uh, alone more, like that. Fuck, I don't know the exact way that you said it. Isolation. We wanted like wanted to be or isolated more, be more independent, more selfish, shit like that. But I feel like we're. We're the happiest when we're in groups. At least me. I can't say we, but me. I'm the, I'm the happiest when I'm around other people. When I'm when I'm in groups. When I'm doing mm-hmm. shit with other people. Like all all of my happiest not all, most of my happiest moments include other people. Yeah. And like experiences. Yeah. Like mo- most of the funnest shit that I that I can think of on the top of my head that I'm like I'm like oh shit that time that me and bro did like whatever the fuck those are like the best yeah moments. so I don't know I don't think we should like get away from that because we're communal like we're like a, a tribal species for lack of yeah. a better term for sure it's just tough like trying to find your people in your group and all that but um let's let's get it let's get into to part right. two so for so for the people who didn't see we we found 
Check out last week's episode, pretty much. Yeah, check out last week's episode. We got we do have a, a clip up as well. You can watch the clip. So, so we went over this NPC trend shit going on TikTok. And I'm so saying your generation is lost after I don't know how the fuck they're doing that shit, but whatever. But this is one of the people that was one of the ones that's trending for like this trend. Uh and yeah, I'm just gonna rock. You don't hate when you see a cute bitch doing cringy shit, man. That shit, that shit hurt my foot. Well, you don't look at women like, but you know what I mean. Like for me, that I, that I do, <laughs> so I'll be mad as shit. Yo guys, someone just exposed my things for free on the net. Like, why would you do that? Wasted time, your energy, and your money. You buy my things and you put it on the web. For free. Like, Reddit. why would you do that? Why would you waste your time doing that? It doesn't make bros. no sense to me. Like, I don't know who you are, what you want, but if I see you, I'm going to sue you. So you better hide yourself forever. Like, for real. I don't understand. I went to Google. I write Pink It All Real, link it. And there's a lot of page. Not one, two, three. There's a lot of page. Like, hmm. But anyways, it's all blocked. It's all blocked. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. You know, I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm not going to fight with you. I'm going to sue you. Don't play with me. Huh. I was pretty... You know what's funny? That I think she's stuck on that NPC thing. Like, I don't know if you caught it. Like, she's saying, don't play with me. And she repeated it like three times in yeah. the exact same tone. I'm going to be honest. I'm noticing some of the ways that, like, some of the things about the way that she speaks, but I'm trying to figure out if she's like what her nationality is. Maybe like maybe she's from a specific country that they got like a certain type of accent or something. Like that's why I didn't say nothing, but I definitely noticed it because I'm like, I don't want to. I don't, I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's. A, but she's talking how they were talking inside those TikToks. In the comments, and someone say there's 12 Twitter out here with my stuff on it. All my stuff on it for free. Like, we do you really think that I was not going to yep. be a woman with one day, a wife or something? Like, if I want to erase my life, I cannot anymore because of people like you? Well, it's not because of people like nothing, bitch. It's because you posted it on the internet. When I get on here and talk stupid ass shit about jerking off and sending this shit to the bros. Wait, pause. That's not what I said. There's two separate things. That sounded wrong. But yeah, no, what I mean. Y'all can back put it. There's two separate things. But whenever you talk about... I'm stupid. Whenever I, I say certain shit on here, I know that people are watching this shit. Like, or it's <clears throat> not necessarily that they are watching it, but that it's out there and it's going to exist forever. So it's just like, uh, whatever, like, it's there. It's the internet. Like, that no, shit is exists. But you realize what she said. Like, in my head, and I don't know if she's being serious or not, like, but she says, how do you know that I don't want to erase and reset my life? That you better die and fuck That is not resetting your life. Like, after you put this out there and it's out to the world, it's on the internet, it's out there forever. And it, even if it wasn't on the internet, after what you did, what you did, that's going to impact you moving forward anytime. anyways. The like, that's going to affect the way you handle yourself, how you interact with people, how you're perceived, how you may perceive men. That shit is going to change the way you do that forever. This is my, like you said, my era of people, like... They fucking think that you, you de like deleting your Instagram account is like, are right, you lost your body count? Like you lost everything resets, bitch. No, it doesn't. Like nothing, none of this shit resets. Like you might your your following count might go down back to zero because you made a new account, but motherfuckers still remember your face, motherfucker. Like there's still certain people, certain things. Like we still remember, bro. Like this shit don't always go away. Some of this shit is funny enough that it, like you lodged into a lot of our brains. Like I'm sorry, uh, but. <laughs>
you just expose all everything like i have a kid one day he might gonna go on it and see it say his mommy doing stuff you're not supposed to see like why would you do that why would you do that this is insane why nah, i'm not i'm not gonna lie so she so she just did that little cry she might, she might just be doing this shit to get her name up, cause the, cause in that last, on the NPC shit, I we we didn't know her name. She made sure in this one she said she said her name, and and this shit like now she's in the news again for the same shit. If she could keep it, if she could keep the ball rolling or whatever, like get her her OnlyFans super popping or whatever, whatever the fuck she's doing super popping, keep the ball rolling. She cool, cause she she's not cool, but she's keeping her name in the. But like I don't know, but like even what she's saying, I don't know if she's real to be honest. I think she may be like faking it for for the cameras in this scenario. But yeah. she has a kid, that's true. And she's saying, "What if my kid one day sees things he's not supposed to see?" I'm like, "You should have thought that before you put this stuff out there." And it's not like you were recording the shit you're putting out there now. The shit you had an OnlyFans before you had a kid, you were doing that even after you had the kid. So what do you think is going to happen when he's like 12, 13? You know what I mean? Like you one got the butterfly doors, pussy on yeah. fucking Twitter and shit. Your legs all up. Man. Now they, they sending that shit in the class to each other. All his, all his classmates said each other. You better hope you... Well, I mean, she she picked she picked a name that well, she got a little famous. But like for the little the regular people, if you could just make a, make an OnlyFans name that's not your actual name, so it'll be harder for motherfuckers to find you. Because if not, these little kids is ruthless. These little kids gonna find your mom's name and shit and pull her up. You better hope she was smart enough to not use her own name or not get famous or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. They'll figure it out. Where are you gonna take my stuff and put it here? It's not yours. It's not your business. I can never go back because of you. This is insane. I don't understand. Okay, guys. I know yesterday I was kind of my feelings. But come on, guys. Put yourself in my shoes. How would you react? Be happy and everything? Or, like, be mad and All try right. to figure out... That was the first part. But I don't know. So I think this is... I still think whatever she's saying kind of has a point of, like... Similar to what we were talking last time is... You're doing this type of stuff right now. And I know that shit has to impact you to a whole nother level. Have you ever seen the inbox of somebody who does OnlyFans? Mm -hmm. So you can even imagine the shit that comes through it. So like it's some wild, of the horny shit. No, not even horny. Cause it's not, it's like we like crazy, crazy shit. The thing people will ask you what you to do the, and send them. The OnlyFans DM? Yeah. Also, you, so a lot of times you got to pay for that shit. Yeah. So for you, for you to even get that, like send the person, send the person yes. message. Yes. But like the way that people treat it is, like, cause I, like I had a friend that she did OnlyFans, like one of the models I shot and she just showed me like the type of shit people will ask for is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, it's like people will pay you money, but then they're going to ask you to do shit that is crazy. And even if you don't do it, imagine if in your head, you're getting messages from, I don't know, maybe dozens, hundreds of men asking you all this foul shit. Don't you tell me that shit is normal. And that won't impact your psyche in some way, in the way you're going to perceive men moving forward. But it, but if you if you're not actively like aware of that or like or thinking about this shit, then it, like she won't even process that shit. Like she won't even notice that shit. Well, she. What you mean? Because she's it not active. So all of us. No, 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 no. Like we're not active, but like the person doing the OnlyFans, she knows the type of message that she's getting. Yeah. And I guarantee you that based on those messages from for whoever it is in her mind. She's starting to build like a worth perception of 
what some men out there that are asking her to do this things are. And she'll probably start thinking that every man out there probably thinks in the same way or wants her in that way. Uh, so it's kind of like they all view her probably as a piece of meat. And, and the way that I know it is these people that are sending money through OnlyFans, right? In their mind, they're like talking to like a computer. They're not even 100% talking to a person. So they will ask for like random crazy shit on like literally no filter. And imagine being the recipient of that. Like, I get it if you get one or two of them, do you process it? But when you get dozens or hundreds of them, that has to impact you mentally somehow. Yeah, because all, all, of, all of our perceptions are based in, in interactions. And so if, if, all of your, if all of your interactions are just men just wild, like saying wild ass shit to you all the time, you're going to feel that way. Or if like, oh, if... If all, if all you ever see is cheating ass women, then you're going to think that fucking women, that all women do is cheat. Yeah. That's all you see. I was in Wawa the other day, and I just happened to, happened to be in line, and I just know, and I was just looking at the candy and shit because I'm childish. Um, and I <laughs> I keep talking about candy for some reason. It's like the third week in a row. I don't know why. But is it, for you, the wrong motherfucker to ask, you don't need to eat candy. Is there any big bag of candies that don't come in a small bag that you wish that they did? How am I supposed to know that? Huh? How am I supposed to know that? Yeah, you don't eat candy. You see, that's like that's like I'm, that's like I'm like a crackhead for candy and shit. That's my thing. So there's stuff that come in a big bag but doesn't come in a small bag. So the the peach, uh, peach sour patches, they come in they come in a big bag but they don't come in a small bag. Or lifesaver gummies, but that's like the sour ones or the regular ones. Either ones, they only come in big bags. Have you checked online? Nah, I just be I'm just talking about in the stores. Probably if I go online, but my teeth fucked up, bro. I can't be doing this shit. I got like six cavities, bro. I can't be doing that shit. That new Travis Scott album is fucking amazing. I don't know if I talked about that last week. That shit was fucking great. Do you, do you, you listen to um, Travis Scott? Sometimes. I haven't heard it. That shit is I legit true. haven't had time to do But shit. I feel like music is like the soundtrack to life. Like, I got that shit. I try to play music at all times. Like, I was eating before with, like, with no music on and I just felt like it just bothers me. The thing is that my job requires me to listen to what I'm doing all the time. Like, it's hard to, I don't even know, like, unless I'm shooting and I have, like, music in the background of a photo shoot, like, when I'm in front of the computer, let's say the podcast, I have to listen to the podcast as I'm editing it. Yeah, true. So it's going to, like, for the most part, like, I have to, like, concentrate on whatever I'm doing. True. Oh, yeah, that's, that album was fire. Once you, the first, like, two to four songs, I think it is, I don't remember, the first two to four songs, they, it starts a little slow, but after that, that shit just, it just picks up. I mean, it, I really like it. Or some shit I'm trying to work on is trying to get better at, at telling people how, um, like, you know, when, when somebody asks you in person, like, oh, like, how do I look? Yeah. And then you might not necessarily like how they look. So I'm trying to work on how to communicate that better. How do I look? But you don't like how they like, be, like be more specific. If if right now, if, if we were we we're about to go out, right? And you're like, yo, how I look? And I might not necessarily like your outfit, but you ask me, I don't know how to communicate that to you in a way where I don't make you feel bad. Said a man or a woman. Remember, I'm a fashion photographer. So I tell people when they don't look good all the time. I, all right. I would say, like, honestly, both, bro. But I would probably, yeah, both. But I'm, I'm not good at it with, with men or women. Like, uh, with, with, like, with friends or whatever. I'm not good at that shit. And now, uh, what I am good at, though, is if I think you look good, like, if, if I think you look nice or whatever, like a man or a woman, like, not, you know what I mean? Like, if, if, if your feel looks nice or whatever, I'm good at saying that. Like, oh, yo, you look sharp. Or, like, oh, you look very attractive. Or, or you look very beautiful, very nice. But, like, I feel like I'm good at that. But the opposite, the best, I'm not. Uh, see, I'm the opposite. I'm, like, I'm, I'm the type of person who'd be like, yo, that ain't it. But how do you say that shit to somebody? Like, Just right, like that. That ain't it. 
But yeah, but you know, some motherfuckers can't hear that shit. Like, or like, not that they necessarily can't hear that, but you know, some people are a little bit more emotional, a little soft, like softer than other people. So they they're gonna they're gonna receive that differently. They won't always understand like who it's coming from. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Like, how are they asking? Because I feel like if you're asking me. What do I think about an outfit? Yeah, in that same scenario, like we like we about to go out to the club, and I'm like, "Yo, bro, how I look right now?" Even though I got fucking ball shorts, I'm like, "Yo, how I look right now?" Well, like if it was one, like if it's a specific thing of your outfit that doesn't go, I'd be like, "Yo, those shorts don't go with a shirt." So you would just pick out the whatever whatever it is that like, yeah, like an outfit. Yeah. What if you don't like the whole shit? Like you're like, bro, I ain't feeling none of that. That shit, like you look bad. Then I'd be like, in your opinion, well, there has to be something that you're wearing that's probably good. It has to be one piece that kind of has to work. It has to be something. Like, keep the sneakers on. Change everything. <laughs> everything else has to go, brother. But the sneakers, you can keep those. You can do that. Like, I'd be doing that. Like, I would say that. I even do that shit with my wife. I'd be like, yo, the shoes, they will look fire with a dress or something, depending on what she's wearing. So, because you, you, you're a fashion photographer. Mm-hmm. So, do you, do you feel like you've gotten better at, like, your fashion, like fashion interest, I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but like more fashionly inclined or whatever since you've been doing that. Fashion, I don't think I'm. I always wear black. My shit is easy. Like the way I, I wear black, I just wear different textures of black. Like I keep it simple. Like so, I don't have to think about what I'm wearing all the time. I just wear black all the time, and then I'm just a creative. I wear different shoes. Like I have sneakers. Like a lot of different sneakers. That's the only thing that changes. Like that's not crazy in my outfits be hot as shit at all the time. Like, it's sometimes it'd be too hot, bro. Me wearing all black and shit sometimes. And you wore a breathable fabric. And you were cool. Different textures, different patterns. Still black. Hey, I don't know. I can't do it. And, I, and this, it's like, I like colors. Like, I, I like I like fucking with different colors. Like, I like, I have different shit. Like, I got pink, orange, purples, green. Like, I have every color in my closet. The only color I probably don't have is, like, yellow. No, yeah, probably like yellow. And that's just because I haven't found something that I like. Oh, I have every color in my shoe collection. But nah, my closet is just a lot of black. All black, literally. I probably, I don't know, like 40, 50 shirts, all black. A bunch of different shit, all in black. <laughs> you go... <laughs> so when you go into your closet and shit, like, it's not color coordinated. It's like fabric coordinated because everything is just black. So it's like, all right, what black am I wearing today? Like, like cuts, yeah. Pretty much. Oh shit! Like That's I'll be like, like I have drawers for like everyday shirts, working yeah. out clothes. Like it'll be a different spot, and then once I go to the closet, it would be like, oh, like shirts that are button ups, like expensive t shirts, like dress up yeah. t shirts, uh, plain t shirts. Yeah, it's just all black. by fabric type. Yeah. This motherfucker. I went to his wedding. He wore black too. He wore black all the time either. I'm just, to me, it's just easy. That shit was so long ago, I don't even remember what you were. <laughs> um, what, what's worse, someone who, who always agrees or someone who always disagrees? Someone who always agrees. Mm. I didn't think you'd answer that fast. <laughs> oh, that's that means you're a jest, man. Like, like someone who always disagrees, I'm like, ah, you might be an asshole all the time or you're a pessimist. Uh, but I feel like I can't trust someone who's always agreeing. Cause then they they not gonna tell you if your outfit looks bad. They gonna yeah. go outside looking bad. Yeah. And and that's what motherfuckers. I, I try to like. <laughs> I'm gonna give myself up. Fuck it. 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. When motherfuckers ask me if I don't necessarily like the outfit, I try to avoid it. I try to act like I didn't hear that shit or something. I try to avoid that, like, at all costs. Because I, I think, I really, I think what it is, I don't really like letting people down. Like, like I, that, that shit really bothers me. When I, when I know that I let somebody down, even, like, for whatever the reason is, <clears throat> that shit really bothers me. But, but how is that letting somebody down? I don't want to make somebody feel bad about themselves in any way. Unless so you're going like, to let them go out there and embarrass themselves instead? No, it depends on how, because if it's bad, I might just be like, I wouldn't wear that. And if you can take that as how you want, like, I wouldn't wear that. But, you know, or sometimes be like, I wouldn't wear that, but that looks good on you. And I'm being honest about that. That I'm not lying about. If I say that shit, I really mean that. Like, then, then, yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's a hard thing. I think it's it's tone. It's like the way that I say it. Like you can hear it in my tone sometimes. The way I say, I don't know, bro. Like, uh, like, like, <laughs> like I would just be like that. I don't know. Like I'll be honest with people. I'm like, nah, that ain't it. But then when I'm like in the studio, that's a little different because I get to just be blunt and like I don't have the time to like really care about your feelings, which is a weird thing to say. Uh, so I would just be letting people know, like, nah, that ain't that ain't working. Like, or like I'll legit be like, oh, that makes you look fat. Don't stand like that. Which is weird to say to a woman. Yeah. But I think in that scenario, it's okay. And like they get like like, like have they like have been like visib- visibly like affected though, man or woman? Whenever you like, not necessarily have to be that particular comment, but have you ever said anything that's affected them? Were no, so I think it? with the years, I've kind of learned based on the the experience level of of a model, I kind of gauge it. Like if somebody who's starting out, like sometimes I get hired for people that want to start their portfolio. That means like they've barely been in front of the camera before. I'm very tactful in the way I give them feedback. You're very what? Tactful. Like I, tactful? I, no, like tactful. Like I'm like very cautious of the words that I use when I'm telling them something's working or not working. Okay. Tactful. Or, yeah. Okay, okay. I was like, what word did this nigga just use, bro? That shit was fucking me up. Good. Or I build up to it, like little by little. Like I'll pick one little thing at a time for them to work on as opposed to just letting them have it. Like, if it's a model that I've shot a bunch of times or they have experience and they've been around, I could be like, yo, you look bloated right now. Suck it in. Like, that legit. Like, it'll be that quick. And the t- and they'll take it. They'll probably laugh and be like, yeah, let me know. Don't let me look crazy. And they just take it and keep moving. Like, they don't even think about it twice. So where, what would you say are, like, what's your favorite kind of shoots? Favorite kind of shoots? Uh, anything creative. Like fashion campaigns, probably. That's when that, especially when the client gives me freedom to do my thing. Right. Like those are probably my favorite. Like oh, like do your your own style, like or like or like put your own twist to an idea. But if it's something that is gonna be, there's a lot of shoots that are repetitive, and it's just the nature of the business. Is like oh, we got to put out content, so we're just doing the same thing over and over. Those kind of get repetitive. But when we're doing some shit that's creative, and I get to like really express my creativity through it and that's probably my my favorite yeah i had a question for you fuck that shit just went out of my head um so as you and in it being repetitive you don't ever just sometimes be like man like you know like i just want like i want to do some other shit or like you just be like no like this is what i want to do that's part of like it's part of anything in life like some shit is going to get repetitive and 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 if i'm good at it it should be repetitive because that means I can make my job. Like I can make photos that look like photos I take all the time. So it should look repetitive. It should look like a picture of mine every time I do it. Uh, and 
the client doesn't need to know that I'm feeling that. Like it needs, I need to make it look easy. Um, but no, like sometimes it gets boring. Like I'll be on set and I'm like just sitting around waiting for hair and makeup to get done and stuff like that. But it is what it is. But nah, like this is what I want to do. So how, why would I complain? I get to take pictures for a living. Like how many people get to say, hey, I travel the world and I take pictures of beautiful women for a living. Is there, is there like any any particular like shoe or like just experience in the, in, since you've been doing this that just like really sticks out to you that you really enjoyed? Oh, I've had a lot. So over the years, I've done a lot of shit. Like, uh, depends on the type of shoot. Uh, some of the craziest one is probably getting stuck in the middle of the Fifi Islands in Thailand. And the what? Fifi Islands. Have you seen James Bond? No. The big the big stone that comes out of the ocean. Which, which one? Which James Bond? Because it's like a hundred. Uh, I'm gonna Google them. How long? How long you got stuck there for? Nah, it was for a couple of hours. It was nothing crazy. It was just this. Oh yeah, yeah I've seen this before. Yeah, so we got stuck in the middle of these islands. Like these islands? Yeah. So what happened was we were shooting, uh, we had a photo shoot. We were doing a look that was like in between two of the big boulders. Uh, and the boat came, dropped us off. And while we were doing it, it was starting to, to get a little bit into the evening. Uh, so the tide started to go down. So it got to the point that the boat couldn't come back in. And it was probably, I don't know, like four or 500 yards into the water. And then the bottom of the ocean was like full of like these little shells that would legit cut your feet. So we had to legit walk all the way into the ocean, which felt weird as shit, uh, to get back onto the boat without letting any of the gear get wet, without letting the gowns get wet because they were all uh, pulled. Pull is when you kind of go to a designer and they let you borrow one of their pieces. They call it a pool. So you're like, oh, this shit cannot get wet either because it's like, I don't even know how many thousand dollars in this gown. So we had to deal with that, but it created that experience of like, oh, that shit became memorable because we had to go through that kind of difficult time uh, and make it pretty cool. How how important do you think like traveling is in, in building ex like experiences though? Traveling and building experiences. Uh, it depends on what you call it. Like, I, like if you enjoy traveling is one thing. Uh, but for me, to me, I enjoy traveling just because I get to see different cultures. Oh, this is a, uh, this is where we got stuck taking these pictures. To get out of there, we got caught in the. To be able to go back, like, there. So behind these two boulders, that shit is it's all ocean, and you can kind of see already on the ground on the sand. The water used to be all the way up to her feet. And it's already there. And those shots, you can kind of see that it's getting low and low and low and low. Um, but yeah. Is the atmosphere there, like, good? I know that's just like a random-ass question, but... Thailand? Yeah. Oh, they're happy as shit. Like, the people out there are... I know, no, no, cool. I mean, like the, like, the weather atmosphere. But answer that for me first, please. No, the people out there are freaking awesome. Like, I enjoy Thailand. Like, people are pretty cool. They're all very, very friendly. And food is great, I heard. Food is amazing, and they just live a much more happier life than we do. What What do you think it is, though? Probably their culture. Like, uh, they're culturally, like, probably more tight-knit than we are. They are, they live a slower lifestyle. Yeah, because every, everything here is, like, the American dream, the, like, everybody trying to do shit, achieve shit. Is more, yeah. Not everybody, but. 
It's more like... Like, you will go there for a very different purpose and you will come here. Like, I'm not going to go there to try to make it. Yeah, like, here, here I feel like it's more monetary shit. Like, people coming for more monetary materials. It's a line of like, opportunity, exactly. Like, I'm coming here to, to like, build some shit. Yeah. Um, as opposed to there, it's going to, like, still a developing country, per se. Uh, and they relied a lot on tourism, so... Yeah, people yeah, pretty cool. Nigga to hold your shoes or some shit out the water or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Just let me know. <laughs> I'm over there. That's what everybody, everybody, everybody I see, everybody be like, oh, can I hold your lights? That's what everybody says. Hey, no, you got a lot of shoes. I hold the shoes. Then you got somebody hold something else. You know what? I, I'm like, I really do want to go to to, to London, though. I'm going I'm to look some more stuff. Oh, up. I'm going in September. Uh, to London? Yeah. I got to. How long I, you going for? Probably like four days. I'm going to shoot a campaign and be back. A campaign, so yeah, is it something you can show like on the pod or whatever? Well, I haven't shot it, the biggest pod in the world. No, I haven't shot it yet, so like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. No, I know what I'm doing, but like, I don't like it's not done yet. Like, it has to, like, it's planned, but it's for a new collection. But yeah, it's gonna be, yeah, I don't like talking about shit till like it's it's in my hand, like done type shit. Then I don't I don't really like talking about shit before that. Cause shit takes time, and the motherfuckers look at you like that. I mean, that's already set up. But like, well, like I'm, yeah, like I'm always looking because I'm always planning shoots for like weeks. Like I'm planning already, like September, but then I have all the stuff is happening this week, next week, and so on. Let me see what else I got. Yo, there's there's no reason why the fuck soap in your dick should burn more than chlamydia, and don't think the chlamydia lasts long. All right, that shit took a trap, like whole freaking turn. I have no idea how the fuck that shit got to. Like, what? Guys, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I got some soap in my thing. Like, and I'm like, yo, I'm 26, and why is this still happening to me? And like, this shit is really fucking annoying. That makes no sense. That's what I said. I don't know. Huh? That's what I said. I don't know, bro. This shit just, I don't know why this should be happening, but that's life. And I just thought that I should share that on the pod. Have you had it checked out? I don't know. No, so that doesn't happen to you when, when you get soap in your, in your dick? Like, that shit don't burn? No, so I wash it every time I take a shower. Yeah, me too. With soap. But the inside, I'm talking about. How the hell does it get into the inside? Because it's a slit, and sometimes, you know, when you pee out of, not to just not on my dick, but I'm talking about, like, inside of, like, the what actual. The fuck? How are you getting out? It's soap. It's, and then you figure it's water and shit, like, soap and water, and the shit could just. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I failed science, bro. By the, like, fourth grade, they was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. Like, they kicked me out that shit. <clears throat> Telling you, that shit is tough. Um, let me see. Yo, for the motherfuckers, just because she took down, just, just, I just for this for the homies, for the, this for the single guys and shit. Right? For y'all motherfuckers that, that just because she took down the pictures with the dude, or her, with her ex-dude or her current dude, whatever, that don't mean she not still fucking them. It don't mean she's not still with him. It don't like, but she still, she still let him fight. You know what I'm saying? Just letting y'all know that. These motherfuckers be quick. They be like, they be quick to jump. Yo, oh, you seen that shit? Cause that motherfucker's been in chat. Yo, she she took the pictures down with all the. They'll send that shit right in the chat. And like, I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers is hyenas. They sell oh, fucking sharks. See blood in the water. Like the second you take that picture down, cause motherfuckers is hyenas. When they got the picture up, so after that, it's just. This is how you know I've been. Way out of whatever game you're playing, so I'm like shit. I never even thought about it. Like in my mind, I'm like I don't even I don't even notice that people take off pictures with someone. Yeah, this 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 little this little 
things like little um fuck what's the word I'm looking for? It's just little like like tales and shit of things that are like I I can see certain things and I can and I can be like, alright, this is that, this is that without without needing the explanation. Um, I guess like something that doesn't like I'm trying to think, like because I've like, seen I know the obvious because I've seen like girls will post like a hand or something like they're holding yeah. hands with someone but they never pose a full person that and in my mind is all like oh they're probably with an old guy that's funding whatever it is they're doing right now it might not be that but that's what I tell myself in my head you know like all right cool they just don't want to show the old man that's paying for the trip or the meal or whatever it is they're doing but not the like sound yeah they, that the, the motherfucker that you like you see like the, the little like tip of his fucking uh, fingernail and shit. He the one that's paying for the trip for sure. Yep. But <laughs> that to sound a little bit more like misogynistic and shit. But like you ever seen like women when they when it's just that like most of the time like a good seventy five percent of the time when it's just a headshot. When it's just a headshot. Does that does that yeah? If you see a woman post just a headshot on Instagram, like, like just her face. Yeah, just her face. What does that mean to you? I'm different now because I'm I'm looking at headshots all the time. I'm casting people just on their face. Right. Like, well, it means often. something different to me because I ain't casting. Well, matter of fact, it might mean the same to both of us. We are casting some shit. But, but when they posted them on Instagram, I don't know, what you telling me? They're fat or something? Like, they're hiding their bodies? Is that what you're saying? So, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool. You see what I'm saying? They're just little, like, 75% of the time because people post selfies and people, but if the majority of your, of your photos, I can't see your entire body, is because you insecure about your height or your weight. And that's just not just a woman thing. I'm just a man thing too. That's, know, that's what that what I get from that personally. That's how I read that. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't really be paying it. Well, at least I don't view it through the same lens you're viewing it. Like I'm not that's viewing just it the shit that I that I've seen. I don't think I got any any just these are just just like all random thoughts that I just be having throughout the week and shit. Like different things I've been noticing, or and that's why they just be just random things like. Um, let me see. We don't need to talk about my dick anymore this episode. Yeah, I think that, I think that's all I got for this week. Cool. In this. Oh, you know what? I, what I seen some shit. <clears throat> um, like open, uh, open carry states, but weed is illegal. It kind of took me off. Open carry, but weed is legal or it's, illegal? It's illegal. So there are states where you can, oh, from the way that it was explained to me, you can open carry, so with or without a license, I can't remember, but weed is still illegal there. I know the two things are not connected. And it's just what's like, the correlation? In the, in the way that they affect people. What does open carry have to do with it? How does it affect people negatively? I don't think neither of them necessarily affect things negatively i think they only affect, depend on, on the way on the way that these things are used they could be affected negatively so in which context was that thought presented to you was it, say that again in which context some whoever mentioned that or wherever you heard this well how were they describing this like open carry states versus wheat being legal it was just something that that they happened like it was it, they, i don't think in the conversation they were leaning either one of the two ways because it was a person that smoked weed and got guns so yeah, it was like I don't know which way he was leaning because he kind of was debating for both sides, but it wasn't. It wasn't. There's no really no question there. It's more just of like it kind of it just turned something on in my head that it's just like the way the way that um narratives can be painted for things. It kind of, it, it 
pushes it to um well i don't know so you see because my mind goes into technically uh carrying or ha- the ability to carry a firearm is a right the ability to smoke weed is not a right why it's my body it's your body, but it's technically not a right. So that's why it may be construed differently you from state to state. Like in terms of like technically America, technically. I'm going by the Constitution. Okay. By the okay. Constitution. Gotcha. So like that's why I'm like since we're talking about states, I'm like, in theory, the way I view it is if you had too many gun laws that kind of prevent you from having one, then you're infringing on that right. In theory, it wouldn't be any different that if they were infringing on what you can and cannot say. To me, it's the same thing. Um uh, but I don't know if like if if you would consider weed, uh, some kind, some are like very open about it, which I don't really care. But weed, I don't think it will be considered a, a right per se. I don't know. I just know that like like for example, in New York is legal now, but if you're on probation, it's still like federal shit, so you can still go back to jail. Safe shit, which kind of fucks you up a little bit. Like sometimes the states and federal laws like. It's definitely some kind of... They conflate one another. Yeah, they conflate with you a little bit. Yeah, that happens often. Um, I don't, I don't know... Oh, you know what I what I broke? And I forgot to talk about this on the last pod, but I don't know if you saw... I don't know if you want to... I don't have the video up. There was a song that got canceled and everybody went crazy about, this country song. A country song? Yeah, it was like, a, like don't try the... Something about a small town. Not, and they like really. they were like painting it as racist or something, but it was interesting because they, they were trying to cancel it and like get it off platforms and shit like that. So I thought that was interesting to see. R- racist towards whom? I guess or it depends racist. on how you view it. Uh, I don't know because what, what nationality was the was a what, what race was the person that was singing it? Oh, it's a guy, a white guy. It's country, country, country music. Um, oh. Yeah, I, there's like a quarter of percent of minorities in, in country music, so I figured I would just ask just to ask and shake it. But, um, why you why you uh, look for that? Uh, just to, we wanted, we, that, we wanted to introduce a new segment. Um, called, uh, art imitates life. Sometimes life imitates art a little bit. So I, I and we have just we as we were talking about it, um, just different things of art or whatever different whatever art is to you some some um, something that uh, just fuck it different things of art. So one of the things that I found, because sometimes we, uh, for example, like shows, movies, a piece of art, whatever, like whatever the actual art is. But I, uh, this is a show called uh, Captain Fall on Netflix. It's like a, it's like a, a not a, it's not an anime, but it's like a. What's it, the name of it? It's an animation. It's called uh, Captain Fall mm-hmm. on Netflix. <clears throat> so it's, it is in like animation, but it's like. It's a good little watch. I'm like about like four or five episodes into it. The first episode is kind of, it starts a little slow, but like it just kind of builds the storyline. Uh, just to give you like a little a little backstory, it's about a a guy that like his whole family is they're all like um they're really good boat drivers. He's a captain, mm-hmm. so he's like he's oh like, I think like, oh I've seen a couple like, of episodes and shit. And, oh you've been watching this? They put him in the cruise, the captain of a cruise. Or yeah, something. he's like a, the yeah. captain of the cruise and shit. So then he he isn't the brightest apple in the in the farm or whatever. And then it's just it's a lot of different things that happen to it, but I, I like that a lot of the a lot of the like how the situations connect, and like a lot of the different situations that don't, don't even affect them that just go on in this show or just but what episode are you on? Uh, I think I've watched like two or three. Like it's not crazy. We're gonna recap this show next week. Spoiler alert for next week. So you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if y'all get a chance to watch that, 
I'm like, well, but yeah. I think this will go like this music video may go into our imitates life. I guess we can talk about it. Uh, I'll follow Netflix. I'm gonna play it and then I'm gonna cut it off so we can talk about it, just because I don't want it to get flagged. Oh yeah, since it's a song. I mean, damn no. So if anything, pause, just pause it real quick. So if, if anything, I mean, I don't know if you want to pause our audio. We listen to it and then come back. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we'll let it play and then I'll cut it. Uh, okay. Like I will watch the whole thing and then I'll just cut it from the pot. So, so now we're coming back to it. So I want to ask, because you said it within like the first 10 seconds, you were like, it already started racist. What do you say there? The, because the song is not racist. What's racist is the video. That's what, that's what's, that's what was fucking it up. So in the first 10 seconds, what was racist about the video? Because that, that's a very interesting thing. To me, well, I, I'm going to be at, also, I kind of. I already had something in my head a little bit because you kind of said that shit. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of like looking for it. I kind of got that on my mind. So in the future, just try not to like, yeah, give it a little seat, like a little thing, just so I can go into it without any like pre thoughts. But what made me think that was the way that the American flag was lit up in the middle. So you know what's so funny? Why is the American flag racist? We we've had this conversation before. It's the it's the perception of uh, like uh, of things. So that's why I said the the song is not racist, but the video is. Because there's nothing wrong. With, like I, I, I personally very like the small town mindset, like of that community. Of if if you crawl, if you if you do that bullshit in our small in our small town, we like in our town, we are gonna get you the fuck out of here. And I and I love that that mentality. If you do some bullshit, but when you watch the video, you see in the video the the different clips that they put into that video. They're kind of leaning in which certain- way. So go about it. Because to be honest, I didn't see a black person committing a crime there. Into like three quarters of the way into the video, everybody else that was at the beginning, like throwing all the shit on fire and everything else, they weren't black. They were, they were right, like it was riots and stuff like that. But the only, the only thing, I, like we don't really know per se what those riots were from. But most of like that, like the rioting that's gone on in America in the last couple of years is has been because of police killings of of African Americans. But that makes it racist. No. But I think that that it's it just looks a certain way when it's like if if you are only showing things from there, I don't know what to be from there because those could be rides from fucking Europe and shit like from the, yeah. a bunch of different places. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. So I don't I don't necessarily know. And then I don't I don't know. It's 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 just something about the video, man. That the videos are giving me racist vibes, but it's not really the song for me. Interesting. And and because the, the funny shit, you're not for nothing. But you you can say anything on a country beat, and that should sound like melodic. That should sound cool. I like I'm not a I'm not a country music listener or whatever. But I hear some shit, and I'm like, I understand why this has a very big fan base. I understand why people like this a lot. Not you necessarily just, this song, but yeah, no, I get it. Like I get why they get like because I'm thinking about it, and the way I, I view this video, it highlights the different mindsets between people who live in a big city and people who don't. Because I guarantee you, most people who probably live in a in a city like we live in Philly. By default, we saw that, and we probably they probably have the same reaction you did. And then I guarantee you, somebody from a small town, if you want to call it like a suburb or, or like the middle of Nebraska somewhere, watches it, and they will be like, "Yo, people in the city are going nuts." Because it's it's, it's that's like the small town shit where like we're talking about in the song, where we we seen. Us living in Philly, we've seen people destroy Center City. We've seen people fuck it up. Not destroy it, but like we've seen people yeah, fuck up I, a whole bunch of businesses and a whole bunch of things that don't really aren't a part of the community. When you when you're in these small towns and, and you fucking up 
Jim's hardware store. You got to see Jim eventually in town. He lived down the block from you. Go and see Jim. Or you go and see who uh, this person's store and that person's yeah. store. So I think it gives you, it's, it's a little bit different. I know, but like that's I don't think that's racist. No, that's no. What I'm I like the song. I like the. I don't even mean the song. I even mean the video itself. I don't think the video itself was racist. I think the video can you, was. Uh, can you can you pull the video back up and just put it on mute? Because I think the video was highlighting the the craziness of people destroying their own communities, uh, and like as they as they were de- de- depicted in in a, in a video. I think if by default you viewed it as, oh, this is racist automatically makes me think so you're telling me only black people do those kind of crimes or minorities that are pushed in the media a good percentage of the time yes but not in real life no because we're we're the minority right, so i was talking to my friend today and we um when the group chat with the homies we were talking he went to the whiz con- Wiz khalifa concert and he was saying he was like damn i didn't realize how many white people uh uh white people songs whiz had like how many really big songs is what he was trying to say that uh, Wiz has, and then somebody else in the chat chimed in, like, "Oh, uh, let me let me read this shit." Like, "Oh, it's it's mainly only white people um, that go to shows." Yeah, but that's for most hip hop artists. Like, for you to be like number one in the charts, you have to be consumed by a broader audience, and there's way more white people than any other race. So yeah, you have way- to be consumed by by that's what i was that's what i what i ended up saying to him where he was like oh that that uh, white people are the minority or they're be, they're going to become the minority and i'm like they're going to become the minority when all of us are put together the only way that they're like they, they're about let's say they're 50 percent right or like 55 percent of america mm-hmm. the other 35 percent or, or whatever 45 percent is is all the groups together it's hispanic is black is asian is all of us together it's not like oh they're going to be the minority and then yeah thing like no it's all of us together so they're still going to be the most amount of people so i'm like it's always going to for the most part shows are always going to be mainly white unless it's like a smaller artist or artist that has a particular fan base but to to the small damn i forgot why i brought that up to tie that into into this yeah, you see, like, look at all the people in the video itself. Like, most of them are, like, the ones so, throwing all this shit. White people, though, so far that I've seen it, or doing anything. Because It's, like, at the riots, or so I've seen, like, that one clip that I remember of the white guy beating up the two guys. Look, like, the two guys beating up, um, the, the, the two guys that were, that were about to rob, like, a convenience yeah. store, and, a white guy, and the white guy beat them up or whatever, got them, like, out of there. This one. But you see, yeah. I think, like, that's the type of stuff that I... I wasn't a fan of when all the rioting was being done is the fact that a lot of the shit that got broken into and messed up, even here in Philly, wasn't done by people that lived in Philly. And that's the shit that was annoying. So then that's debatable. People that lived in Philly kind of got tacked to it. No, like a lot of the people that started shit, they came from the suburbs and shit to do it. Like there were some people, don't get me wrong, from Philly, like doing crazy shit too. But there was a lot of people that came from outside into it to like almost, I don't even want to say maybe instigated is a word. Okay, okay, pause, 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 pause. What can you? Uh, I don't know my glass. I don't fucking own glasses. Can you go back a few seconds? A few. Give me a few more than that. A few more than that, please. If if this, if you could add this one part or some shit, I don't know what about this is. I don't know what which part. Um, there. Uh, maybe like a little bit more. All right, so. 
I don't know what about all of this. That not, not them rocking out, but like the first couple of seats, the last couple seconds before that, there. and from yeah, from here forward, this right here. I don't know this. I don't know what that like ten second. What about that ten second gap? It's not. It's not actually racist. Well, there's something in my head that makes like that just screams racism with all of that that I just saw. And like in this video, that it's like if I was to go to that town, I feel like I would get discriminated against. That's I don't know what it is. Like if it's because that's the reality of shit. Like so whenever, this whenever the part you of to, you've been you've been to some of these small ass towns in some of these states that are like. Yeah, I've been it. And, yeah, and you don't feel a little like no, like literally, like unless like whenever I see like Confederate flags, I'm like, oh shit, those flags. I'm like, I treat them differently, but not the American flag. Like I don't treat the like I don't view the American flag in the same way. And I think it's it's, it's a little weird. But a Confederate flag, whenever I go to a town and I see that shit, I'm like, ah, they probably are not too fond of me around here. Like that's that's for sure. But like the part you're talking about in the video, it's literally a spot where there's like two people by a lake. Like shoot it, shoot it shooting like a shotgun, like hunting ducks is what it looks like to me. Yeah, maybe because like because it's literally like in the middle of like a pond or something. It's like the silhouette of them, and then it's like a family playing football in a backyard, and there's literally three adults and four kids kind of playing two hand touch. And but it, I don't know, it's something maybe like about the aesthetic of it. I don't know what it is. It just it's just giving me like that. Just looks like a like a like, like a, America in like the thirties or something. Nah, not like even because that's VCR. That show looks like somebody put their home videos, which might have been one of the singers from like the nineties or something, from a VCR into the. That looks like the nineties to me. I was alive in the nineties, but that don't look like the nineties. Like the eighties, nah, because this bro. this well, it looks like a VCR. Like and like that's the difference in quality of video in so long. Like, I don't know if you have VCR from when you were a little kid. Yeah. The chat is that you had VCR in the 2000s. Early 2000s. I'm talking in the 90s, like early 90s. It was like, it's a difference in quality for sure. But but it's interesting that you find that racist. I, and, and, I can't, and I can't tell you, like, and I can't pinpoint why. And I, I started by saying that. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about this. It just gives me a feel of, like, a little discomfort that, like, you know, like, they might, they might put, like, a little... I might sink into the couch. What's the little clock shit? I might sink into the couch. Uh, what's that movie? I can't remember the name of that movie. <clears throat> but I might sink into the couch if I date a white girl or some shit. Like if I date if I dated his daughter or some shit, like you know what I'm saying they might find me in the lake or something. Interesting. I don't know. I I, I found that I, like I found the the comment because there was a lot of that. How but many I, views does this have? Uh, honestly, probably with all the drama, it probably gotten more view than, than anything. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if it got taken down from YouTube at some point, 25 million two weeks ago. And it's trending on number seven right now. Wow. So I, shit is that he's about to get a stupid bag off of this shit because, like, nobody's going to remember that shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Well, all the drama probably brought more eyeballs to it. More people yeah. probably watching it. You have people probably supporting it. Like, we're watching it. I probably would have never even run into this. Right. If people hadn't talked about it in that way, but I just thought it was interesting that we're living in a point that the American flag people view it as racist. Right. It's, it's fine. It's so weird. Like that's in, like it's weird. But that's that's some shit we talked about before. Like I, I don't know if that if that came out on one of that. Like if we dropped that episode, but well, that's something we've talked about before. That um, like I I just I can't really pinpoint it. Like what it is, but I, I don't know. I think like. For, not for nothing, but like, kind of white people got to take some kind of accountability or some shit in this too. Like, they got to be a little bit more inviting or some shit. They got to be like a little more inviting. Where? 
not like as as humans, not to, not specific to places. But like inviting to what? Like in which like, way? I got like a little a little less racist, bro. I ain't gonna lie, you don't because you don't gotta like like I understand that I could like I me as a as a as a twenty six year old Dominican, I can understand why how I can be obnoxious sometimes, and I can understand like sometimes like motherfuckers is not trying to hear them bow loud as shit at fucking eight in the morning. But that's some shit that I like to do, and like and so I understand why that may bother somebody else. Like oh I don't. Like, when I hear people from other countries playing their music loudest from different languages and all shit, I'm like, I don't understand this shit, but it doesn't bother me. But other people, that that shit bothers. And it's just like, all right, like, just certain things where, like... But, I'm just trying to but it's a bothering shit. white people. I, I think that they're saying shit, like, bro... How I, many white people do you have as neighbors? Oh, no, right now, none. So you're not bothering white people? No, I'm not So whoever's complaining about loud music is not white people? No, nobody's nobody's complaining about oh, okay. where I live at now. I'm just, I'm just trying to give an example of, like... Of things in like of of where somebody like a white person could feel be like nah I ain't really fuck, like I I'm not fucking with the the way that like this these, this person is or whatever you know what I'm saying like there's certain things that maybe like oh like this isn't a custom for us so but is that a white person thing because so because I so so I'm gonna change your mindset is that an American thing or is that a white person thing because if you think about it uh, I think you're saying that they want to force you to assimilate, right? To, no, to... I just, I, I think that white people are like, uh, just a little less like accepting of... But be more specific. Like, like you got to give me a specific example because just saying it in general in is very... personal life experiences, I don't, maybe maybe it's just where I happen to grow up, but I just, I just feel like the people, like Hispanics and black people that I've grown up around, it's just more like, that's just what more of my friends have been. Like, that's just more, like we just understand each other more. Maybe that, it's just because of where we come from. Maybe I don't know enough white people to be like, maybe white people are different than the way that I view and the way that I feel about them. I just maybe don't know enough. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, are you talking from like direct experience no. or, or how you perceiving that white people may be reacting? The way that I, yeah, the way that I, that I'm, that I feel like the way that I perceive shit, the way that I, that I process and, and receive things, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way that that person meant it. It's just the way that Well, I that's what I'm asking. Like, do you have a specific example when a white person did something foul? That you were like, yo, they were not invited. And you know what the funny thing is that I've been, I, I've said this before in the pod. I've I've dealt with more racism from black people than I have from actual white people. Of direct racism. Like it's the same shit for me, white. and people don't believe it. Like for me, it's the same thing. And the the thing is that is because uh, I went to West Philly High, so which is, and I was literally like the only Dominican person. Everybody else was black, and there was one Asian kid. I'm lying. It wasn't one Asian kid, and then there was a girl that was half black, half white, and then everybody else was black. So. All the bullying I experienced was from black people. So I could have easily been saying, oh, they're just racist towards me. Uh, but I like it all depends on that on a, how you perceive it. But because I don't view as like, like how else can white people be more inviting? Like in which way? Because I, I be around a lot of white people. I work around white people. Uh, and I cannot say that they're not uninviting. I feel like there's shit that I do that they culturally don't have an understanding as to why I may do it, but I don't think it's because they're white. It's just because they're not aware of my culture. Yeah, and, that's, but, that's what I was trying to say. But I think that's the same thing even with black people here. Like, a lot of black people may not understand Dominican culture, and they may get annoyed. Like, how many people you had at the bodega making comments about the music that was playing? You probably heard that shit a few times. No, but that's just one example Yeah, of, like, a cultural thing. That that's a that's a an example, but that that's that's actually a great example of, of why I feel the way that I do because in in that 
it it's so rare. It's it it was a it was a lot more common for me when like when I had my store when I worked in stores whatever. It was a lot more common for me to to experience shit of like oh shit, Bobby was this. Oh shit, you see motherfuckers start yeah. like dancing the shit in the store. They start fucking with you. Oh shit, I fuck with this or this that pop you whatever. Like that's more. That's what I I went with like through that way more. That's that's more that's more what I saw. So for me, it's more like I feel like black people are just more. Embedded. Yeah, but if you didn't have white people around you. Then you yeah. just you just don't have the experiences with white yeah, people. That's why I also I was like I'm more I'm thinking about it. I'm like maybe I just haven't been around. So that's not a fair like I don't think that's a fair way to say they should be more inviting if you haven't really been around them for them to invite you somewhere in theory. Yeah. You know maybe I mean? not inviting, maybe like accepting. Maybe accepting is more the word because I'm not I don't necessarily look to be invited somewhere, but just more accepting. But have they not accepted you? You see, like, this is the type of stuff where I ask people for, like, specifics. Because mm-hmm. I think when we talk about these topics and we leave it in generalities, it's easy to just say, yeah, they should be. But, like, if I tell you, like, oh, like, give me, like, a specific scenario. Like, we were able to talk about the store and, like, people, like, liking the music or not liking the music or whatever the case might be. But I don't think that's racist. Like, somebody can, like me, I, I don't like some Dominican music and I'm Dominican. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I really, I think, I think it's it's in that cultural like discrepancy, like difference. I think I think that's I think that's where it's at. And and where like it's just some it's just some joke like oh no. Like just like little jokes and just little like little mannerisms, little things that's just like that I don't know that it, maybe it just because I, I go into it with with the way that I already like of my perception of, of white people. And like just maybe they of going into certain shit that I'm like, man, like already thinking you probably don't even fuck with me like that without even knowing this person. And I think I so I, but I, really I think, think that's, that's on you. Thing. That's yeah, not yeah, even I, on them. I, I think that's a me thing. But it, it just I don't I don't really know where that comes from. Because like I said, I haven't dealt with enough like honestly my age to feel comfortable because all like all, all the white people that have ever made me feel uncomfortable are, or have all been people of like older than me. White people that have been older than me or in positions of power above me. But did they make you feel uncomfortable because they were white or because they were in a position of power? Whenever People of power that have been like people who have been in the in the same position of power, they haven't always like. I, I'm I, that's a good thing. You got yeah. You making me work. You making me think about like things. the reason I'm saying it. Are they I'm being an about- they're being an asshole because they're your boss and they're just terrible bosses. I don't know if that's the situation, or are they being an asshole just because you believe they're white or something? Because I think sometimes we conflate the two things. And I don't think that because I like I'm very careful to call someone racist unless like you're blatantly racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and like and I think it's oftentimes we keep it too general. And I think if we don't call this shit out and make it be specific, we will move past the blanket statement of white people are racist or whatever. Because it's very easy to just say that and dismiss it and move past the conversation because we're all agreeing. And I'm not saying there aren't, because trust me, I know like there's there's definitely racist people, and I feel like there's racist people of any race. Uh, but we need to be specific and trying to see see things from a perspective of like, are they being racist or are they being an asshole? Because I think those are two different things, and I feel like there can be assholes from any race. Yeah, facts. You got, you got me really like, like like the mental roller decks of, of white people that I've met throughout my life. Like I'm trying to think of like everybody <clears throat> and why and like why those scenarios existed. Like what what may what but may think about like, I, I can get kind of, to that. I can right? give you an idea of what probably it is, and I don't know if it's true. And let me know if this makes sense because I think you probably haven't been pushed to think about it this way ever. So every time you say, "Oh, white people are racist," 
more than likely, if you're around somebody who's probably Dominican, black, whatever, it's also a minority, they'll probably just agree and go with it. So you're like, cool, they're racist. So that starts to compile and that starts to become normal in your head. But when you're like, if you ever push, you stop with like, are they racist? And like, what was the racist thing each white person has done to me? Because if, if they are really as racist as we make them out to be in everyday conversations, it shouldn't be difficult to come up with an example of a racist situation at all. Yeah. Like, cause they should be happening all the time. Cause I guarantee you, you're probably interacting with white people daily. Even if it's a simple, just walking by them saying hello and they ignoring you or whatever. Even if you would have told me, yo, every time I go by them, they don't say hi back or some shit. No, they be they be smiling. The nurse, like the nurses and shit, they be smiling at me or whatever. Like yeah, that's where most of the like I work or whatever. I work in hospitals and shit. So like the like nurses, my boss and shit, like they cool shit. That's what I'm saying. I just think I like it really just goes down to like I don't personally know it like enough. I think it's because we grew up in the hood. Yeah, and then like the, the I think because I think that's what it comes from. Because I think before I started reading a lot, that's where it came from me. Like like for me, it came from growing up in the hood, and everything I heard around me was white people are racist, and you got to be afraid of the white man, and whatever the case might be. And that's just how I grew up being, and I think that's just the case. Yeah, I, def I definitely think that there's something to be said. But then I started to think about it because then I'm like, I started to think about like all my teachers and. And all my shit, and I'm like, no, nah, I ain't never really like. All my teachers been been mixed. All the, like the ones that I that I didn't really get along with. It was it's not it wasn't no like a racist tip. It was is like, man, you type shit like you not. I'm a, I was an asshole little kid, or I just I didn't fuck with you as a teacher, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna be an asshole. Yes. So like, you know what I'm saying? I was just a fucking asshole. So yeah, I, I, like a lot of this shit is just like it's more personal. It's more like. In, like individual shit, I'm not gonna do with our race type shit. Yeah, and I think that's and that's okay, and that will happen in life. Period. But I think, I mean, I'm, I'm saying I'm also saying sorry to cut you off. I'm saying this from the, as a perspective of as a as a person that was born in North Jersey and and spent most of my life living in Jersey and in Philly. Yeah, so it's like it's not really like it's very rare where like you see blatant racism in Jersey type shit. Like I don't like I've seen it, but it's like it wasn't towards me. Or and it's it's like one of them little ducky ass towns. And you could probably say the same shit in Philly because Philly is predominantly like probably more minorities than white people in total. If you sum yeah. it up, uh, I, I don't know Philly. I don't think you would see this, but now outside like the state of Pennsylvania, probably. But even then, but what I'm saying is, if if I was to go to most people in Philly, uh, like most Dominicans, Black people, Puerto Rican, whatever the case might be, and I tell them are white people racist, most of them will say yes. You get what? And I think. Mm -hmm. That comes from one never being challenged to really think about it. Like, are they blatantly being racist towards you, or they're just some assholes that you interacted with, uh, or is it just the easy cap out answer that we oftentimes just say, "Oh, they're racist," and we just keep building up to it without really digging into it and saying, "Are they really racist, or was this some shit that I did that made somebody be react differently towards me?" You know what I mean? Yeah, because we don't got no self. Not we, but. Uh, we as humans, we 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 like a lot of self accountability and, and like that self awareness and shit too. Yeah, that shit makes sense. Sometimes we we be doing shit like damn, like why did like why you switch up? Like why you be fucking with me? And then whole time like I'm the one that that did something, but I'm not even thinking about what I did. Just yeah. Like, and why you not fucking with me? Yeah, but we I, I appreciate y'all, Od. If y'all if y'all still here, you know what I'm saying an hour and forty minutes into this, I appreciate that because I know how hard it is to keep like. I can't keep my attention span for this long. Um, well, shout out, shout out the listenership, the viewership on all streaming platforms. We we appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode. Never famous, unfiltered. 
uh, we're we gonna keep working, keep being consistent, just trying to put out the, uh, as much good content, good conversations as uh, as we can have. Keep um, keep commenting and, and showing us love. We 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 definitely read in the comments. We don't try to get back to to them and just keep being interactive with us. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm Audi. That's Ro. It's another episode. Thank you.